Do you like free stuff? I do. BlueprintMCAT.com. Go sign up for a free account. Get access to Blueprint MCAT's Diagnostic, Blueprint MCAT's Full Length One, Blueprint MCAT's amazing brand new space repetition platform with over 1,600 flashcards already made for you, as well as their amazing study planner tool. Schedule out the content so you know if you are on track to take the MCAT when you need to. Again, that's blueprintmcat.com for all of those free goodies. The MCAT Podcast, session number 60. A collaboration between the medical school headquarters and Blueprint MCAT. The MCAT Podcast is free MCAT prep to help you understand the MCAT, teach you how to break down questions, and give you the skills and confidence to get the score you want on your MCAT test day. Learn more about Blueprint MCAT at blueprintprep.com slash MCAT. Now, at the beginning there, I highlighted all the yous and yours, right? It's your time. This is your prep. And that's why you are listening to this podcast. So thank you for being here. Session 60 of the MCAT Podcast. Today, we're going to dive into a grab bag of different content sections for the MCAT, break them down, and answer them here on the podcast. All right, Brian, we got some great feedback. Uh, A while ago, we did a grab bag, a series of four different grab bag questions, and we're going to bring a fifth one here today, mixing up the different sections of the MCAT all in one podcast with some discrete questions. Does that sound like fun? Absolutely, Ryan. We had talked about this, I think it was last week, showing how even something like physics can kind of touch all these other disciplines. And so, yeah, let's just bring back the grab bag and do a whole bunch of different disciplines in the sciences to practice that quick shifting of mental gears uh, that the MCAT itself demands. All right. So if you want the handout, go to the MCATpodcast.com, find the show notes for this episode, and you can download them there. So this one starts off question 30. The transition from a vapor phase directly to a solid form is known as A, condensation, B, freezing, C, sublimation, or D, deposition. Yeah, vapor right down onto a solid. Do you remember that one, Ryan? Um, I don't, but if I had to guess, I would say C, sublimation. Oh, that's the reverse. Oh. Subli- sublimation is a solid right into a gas. And the classic example of that is dry ice. Yep. Right. So when you have dry ice and you see it sublimate off directly into CO2 vapor, this one going from a vapor directly to a solid is deposition. You deposit down onto a solid. Oh, that's a good way um, to remember it. Yeah. And you, of course, it's not condensation or freezing, right? Condensation is vapor into a liquid, like on the outside of a, a, an iced drink on a hot yeah. day. Morning freezing. Dew. Right, there you go, the morning dew, perfect. And freezing is, of course, freezing. Yeah, okay, good. Um, all right, all right. so that was a physics one. Let's take a look, or I suppose chem phase change. Let's look at bio. A researcher analyzing a genome measures the cytosine composition of 19%. What is the expected adenine composition of this genome? Oh, tricky, tricky. So now you have to remember DNA, the A and T and C and G, right? Mm-hmm. So... Um, yeah. So if you are going to, if this is simple math, I'm assuming, right? It, it has to mm-hmm. equal hundred percent. So mm-hmm. if you have 19 times two, mm-hmm. um, so which is 38. CG. Yep. So you yep. subtract that from a hundred mm-hmm. and then divide by two and you get your answer. Yeah. Or alternatively, 
the C and A have to add up to 50%. Oh, because yeah. then the G and T would add up to the other 50%. There you go. Yeah. Either way, it'll get you the answer 31%. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and Ryan, you and I did a question much like this many months ago where it was a trick question or a tricky question because it was only a single stranded DNA mm. segment. Um, so you always have to be careful. This one just said a whole genome. So double stranded, which means we could do the math we just did there. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's question 47. The gastric juices in the stomach have a pH of approximately two. What is the hyd uh, hydroxide ion concentration in this solution? So I'll let you uh, answer this with the, uh, the different answers. Sure, right. So our choices are 10 to the zero molarity, 10 to the minus two, 10 to the minus seven, 10 to the minus 12th molarity. So a pH of two, right? Of course, the MCAT is going to expect you to remember the pH equation. That pH is the negative log of the H concentration. Uh, and we want to remember the, the kind of shortcut when we're doing these pH or negative log problems, whether it's pKa, pKb, you know, p anything, um, is you take the exponent that's on the 10 and bring it down and get rid of the negative sign. So, so for example, answer choice C says 10 to the minus 7. The negative log of that is just 7, right? You take that 10 to the minus 7, take that minus 7, bring it down and just get rid of the minus sign. So if your H concentration was 10 to the minus 7, that's a pH 7 solution. So in this case, in the stomach, and the, the gastric juices have a pH of 2. That means your, your H concentration is 10 to the minus 2. But, but remember, I mean, this is something we talked about a couple of weeks ago. Answer the exact question they asked. They didn't ask for the proton, the H concentration. Mm -hmm. Right. They specifically ask for hydroxide ion. And we want to remember hydroxide ion is 10 uh, is, is OH minus. Right. So it's kind of the converse of the acid. So if you have a 10 to the minus two of your acid concentration, then you ha they have to add up to uh, or multiply out to 10 to the minus uh, 14. Right, your acid times your base has to get you to 10 to the minus 14, or your pH plus your pOH has to add up to 14. Mm -hmm. So in this case, if you were going really quick and just kind of rushing and said, oh, yeah, uh, uh, pH of 2, that's 10 to the minus 2, that would lead you right to answer choice B, which is the wrong answer, because it's not the answer to this question. This question was hydroxide ion, not hydronium ion. So hydroxide ion is answer choice D, 10 to the minus 12. Mm -hmm. And that's a very, very common um, extra little tricky bit. When you're doing acid-base chemistry, make sure that you solved for the acid or the base, like what they actually asked you for, rather than just the first thing you calculated. Okay. Mm -hmm. So if this one, because it's an, a, an acidic solution, right? The pH is two. Mm -hmm. Let's say it's, it's a different solution. The pH is um, eight. Mm -hmm. And it's still asking for the hydroxide ion concentration. It would be ten to the the minus four. Uh, well, well, yeah. I mean, it, it would be the um, ten to the minus six. Oh, minus six. Yeah, sorry, right. my my yeah. math was off. Yeah, but it would be a much bigger number, right? Because our our answer to this question was ten to the minus twelve. Ten to the minus six is a million times more basic. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely, that would be the answer. Yep. Okay, that makes makes sense. So mm -hmm. it's it's not the 
don't let the the pH of the solution throw you off in this type of question. Just absolutely answer the question. Exactly, answer the exact <laughs> question they asked. You. Yeah, yep. that's that's just like MCAT one hundred and one. Answer the question. It, it is, and I will tell you, after, even after 16 years of doing this, I will sometimes be working with a student and, and really make a mistake, and the student and I will get all twisted around, and even working together, we're kind of confused on a problem, and I always say, okay, now wait, hold on, let's just stop and take a breath. All right, come on, Bri, answer the question they asked, and just, like, even to myself, I'll still say that after almost two decades in this industry, just answer the question they asked. Nice. Yep. All right. Yeah, So absolutely. even the best make mistakes. Yeah, and even me. I don't. I mean, I don't know who the best is, but I do. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, uh, so last one here in our grab bag. Let, let's we we did chemistry, we did a little bit of biology, we did some acid base, uh, and let's let's end with some physics here. An unknown fluid has a specific gravity of 0.75. What is the volume of 22.5 kilograms of this fluid? And our choices are. 10 liters, 20 liters, 30 liters, 40 liters. That is a great question, and I will let you answer it. (laughs) Uh, I I did some quick math. Just Mm -hmm. I I don't know why I did it this way. I just took the 22.5 and divided by 0.75 and came up with 30 liters. Mm -hmm. And that's the right answer, yep. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, and so it's... it's, you, you know, we, we don't want to, uh, unlike the last one we did with the acid base where we, where we had to like, just be careful, you know, the, to don't fall for the trap of, of just going right to, you know, this number, or that number, um, you should always, of course, be attentive to every MCAT question, you know, be careful, but don't assume they're out to trick you, right? Assume that they're just asking exactly what they asked you. So specific gravity, 0.75. If you know what specific gravity is, that, that obviously is going to be essential. And they give you a mass, and they want you to convert it to volume. Uh, and so what you have to walk into the test knowing is the specific gravity of water. And this is just by definition. The specific gravity of water is 1. And water has a density of 1 um, gram per mil or, or gram per cubic centimeter. Uh, or it has a density of one kilogram per liter, right? Those are all facts that you have to walk into the test knowing. Water, specific gravity of one, one gram per mil, one um, kilogram per liter. Okay. So if, if you see 22.5 kilograms, you would go, oh, well, that's 22.5 liters of water, right? That's kind of your baseline answer, 22.5 liters of water. But now this fluid only has a specific gravity of 0.75. It is less dense than water. And if it's less dense, it takes up more space. It's big and puffy and fills up a lot of room. So if you're saying, oh, 22.5 kilograms, that's 22.5 liters, but this thing is less dense. So my answer has to be bigger than 22.5, which means it's, it's got to be 30 or 40, right? But 0.75 is, you know, still pretty close to one. Mm-hmm. So it's not like I'm going to double all the way up to 40. So without even doing any math, if you were just kind of like, you know, gut instincting it, 30 is the right answer. And it turns out the math is actually really simple. You just divide those numbers. Mm-hmm. 22.5 divided by 0.75 gives you 30, and that's the right answer. Okay. 
Easy now, enough. I'm not going to, yeah, you know, you could do a whole unit conversion, which I'm not going to sit here and recite out a whole unit <laughs> conversion because it's it's unnecessary. And if if the readers want to kind of work it out by hand, you know, convert kilograms to grams, uh, convert, you know, uh, the density of this specific gravity of this fluid to specific gravity of water, convert mills to liters and, and yada, yada. Uh, but by all means, pull up the show notes, hand out, print it out and work it out by hand. But I'm always much more a fan with physics of just kind of like, you know, imagining, thinking through, is this a big number? Is it a small number? Does the number get bigger? Does it get smaller? Is this something big and heavy or small and dense or light and poofy? Or, you know, does the idea, do you throw the object straight up in the air and have it fall right back down? Or, you know, kind of just using our imagination a little bit on the MCAT. I like it. All right. Another grab bag in the books. All right. There you have it a grab bag of questions, discrete questions for the MCATs. Hopefully that was helpful for you. I would love for you to go check out Next Step Test Prep and see what sort of products and services that they have to help you on your MCAT journey. Now, when it comes to the MCAT, you have lots of ways to prep. You can take a do-it-yourself course. You can take a live online course. You can get a tutor. You can go to a summer intensive. There are lots of ways to prep, and not including all the books and all of the full-length practice exams that you need to look at and help you on your journey. Next Step Test Prep has what you need. They have books. They have, they have full-length exams. They have tutoring. They have an amazing course. So much to offer you. They'll have something for you. Go check it out. Nextsteptestprep.com. Use the promo code MCATPOD with whatever you're thinking about using. That's M-C-A-T-P-O-D to check out whatever services, products that you need on your MCAT journey. Hope you have a great week. I'll see you next time here at the MCAT Podcast. (music) 